You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Will Crown Jewel change anything is, is really the question I have. As we enter the pay-per-view, it's Bilal Bakani, Daniel Shahori, uh, taking a look at WWE Crown Jewel 2022. Uh, and Dan, will this pay-per-view change anything? It might change how I feel on a Saturday afternoon. I'm actually quite uh, looking forward to this card. Uh, I was surprised to actually hear myself say that. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, we'll go through it match by match. And I want to kind of start out with uh, Logan Paul uh, taking on the undisputed WWE champion, uh, WWE Universal champion, if I want to be correct here, Roman Reigns. And, you know, the whole pins in his fist thing is sort of interesting. <laughs> Yeah. I guess um, uh, he's still not really a baby face. I, there's no part of me that thinks he's going to win. Um, but I guess on the afternoon of it'll be OK. I'm looking forward to I don't know why I'm looking forward to this. But look, if you got to do a Logan Paul match mm-hmm. and if you got to do the Saudi Arabia thing, put them together. This is the perfect time to do that. It, it, it make it. This is. You know, it's it's a good main event for this show, in my opinion. It's just so weird. I, I still don't like it seems to me, Dan, that when Logan negotiated his contract, he said, look, I'm going to be the baby face no matter what. And time after time after time, they've tried to put him over. And I just don't even uh, Roman Reigns is almost the baby face because of the whole Sami Zayn thing. Uh, who is. knows how that's going to play in Saudi, but it well, is what it is. Sammy ain't going to be there. For well, one, for one. yeah, I'm, I'm assuming uh, I don't think we're going to get to this, so I'll say it now. I don't think Mansoor mm. is going to be there, or Mansoor, mm. especially Mansoor, which is, is a shame. There. Well, it's, it's probably for Someone. the best, yeah. And uh, <laughs> but uh, no, no doubt anywhere going forward, anywhere in the mm. world, the bloodline or babyface. This is how they love this group. Mm. Uh, they love it's uh it's to me, it's the best part of either Raw or SmackDown. Mm. Um it, they're they're having fun with it. And yes, it, it doesn't matter. The crowd acknowledges him and mm. they're happy to do so. He's a babyface. That group is a babyface. They're babyface until they turn on Sammy, which may factor into a yes. match. We'll talk about yep. a little later. That's but it. yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, we're also going to see Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. This one, uh, again, uh, Brock's not coming around for chump change. And it's no secret the Saudi shows are a lot of money. But this is a pretty interesting build. The fact that Lashley lost the U.S. title. They've had some physical altercations. They've talked <clears> some trash. Paul Heyman's not really a factor. MVP is no longer a factor. So you're just getting sort of the big boys going at it. Um, you know, I guess it is what I expect, but it sort of feels like something non-canon that only exists because you have the resources to bring Brock Lesnar in on, you know, what's effectively a B pay-per-view. That's a good way to put it. It does feel like a non-canon thing, especially where it's going to be. I, I find, even though, Many, many things have happened hmm. uh, in Saudi Arabia. I, I do find it it's, it's non-canon, everything that happens there, even though it is. Uh, there's no belt this time. There's no, yeah, you're right. It, it's really stripped down to these two big guys. I don't even know who's going to go over. I'm assuming Lesnar hmm. goes over because they pay him more. Hmm. But because there's no reason, like it's, it's not a situation where one guy really has to win for any sort of storyline hmm. reason. So well, probably assume Lesnar will go over. They're, they're both so Teflon. I, I don't even, you know, you could flip a coin yes. essentially. And 
I, I should say, since you, you brought that up, you know, on one hand, there are potential threats to this show that it may not happen, right? We're taping this on a Wednesday, Dan. This show, I don't think it's likely, but it could not happen. And I would say uh, it's not a great human rights record, right, in Saudi Arabia. Um, I'm of a mind of, there's a World Cup in Qatar. I don't think enough people have said something about, you know, those stadiums being built off slave labor, essentially. Uh, the corruption in FIFA with Seth Blatter and the Qataris to build him up. Um, but, you know, when they do a show in the UK, nobody complains about the colonialism that the UK did to a series of people. Uh, nobody talks about the US bombing Hiroshima. <clears throat> nobody talks about anyways, I could go on and on. Uh, my point is, we all have a lot of blood on our hands. Of course. Um, the company and, comes from a, a country that is built on slave labor. Yeah. So, and, and look, I, I will admit that uh, this is a show where they're getting $50 million a show. Uh, some of the issues with Saudi are fresher than the issues I mentioned, 100%. Uh, but I do sometimes feel like there is this hand wringing about, oh, well, you can't appreciate the Saudi shows because they do bad things. There's a lot of countries do, you know, yeah. where was this energy for Russia and the Olympics all these years ago? Uh, but anyways, uh, I just think narratively, and it's predominantly white American people who cover this, um, I, I think they need to check themselves where they wreck themselves. Anyways, mm -hmm. Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair will take on Bailey in a last woman standing match. You know, this is probably the exception, Dan, where I think and I hope Bailey wins the title especially given what happened with the tag team titles on Raw going to damage control or going away from damage control. Do you get that sense? Or do you think Bianca is just going to hold on here? I assume Bianca was going to hold on. Okay. Uh, and especially after the results from Monday when they, when they lost the tag belts. So, cause if you were going to do this, why not at least have one week where all three of them have belts? Mm. I mean, it's just for the aesthetics, but I mean, that's not, that's not a real proper reason either way, but I, Fair I point, just don't though. see Bianca losing this for, until somebody more substantial. I mean, not that Bailey is, I love Bailey, but mm. I don't think she's going to do like, I don't like has Bailey won a big match since she's been back. Well, and I think the fact that damage Katara, because I'm stealing the thing from what culture has lost these belts on an episode of Ron. And there's a rematch we'll get into later. You know, it's good that they're there. I don't think it's been quite the success that triple H or everybody would have wanted it to be. Um, and certainly, you know, I think when they first won the tag team belts, which was after Aliyah and Raquel, to be fair, um, the thought was, okay, they're going to hold on to them until Sasha Banks and Naomi come back. That's not happening. Um, and it raises the question as to, well, when you bring back either Sasha Banks or Naomi, is the match Bianca Belair? Or, you know, the fact that Charlotte Flair has been away for so long and Ronda is still champion on SmackDown and the heel versus heel thing doesn't really work is the match Bianca Belair versus Charlotte. Um, so I think the more you think about it, Dan, you're starting to convince me as much as I'm a Bailey fan. And again, as these shows are not canon. What does it say about Bailey that she finally wins the women's title match in the midst of her team losing the tag team titles in Saudi? It, it is a bit uh, hit or miss. Speaking of championships that I really don't think change hands, the undisputed champions, uh, the tag team champions, the Usos, We'll take on the Brawling Brutes. I honestly, Dan, did not know this was on the card until I checked WWE.com today. Until you said this. And the weird thing is, there's been a lot of reports that Kevin Owens is basically on ice 
until Sami Zayn yeah. is, you know, probably and he's not coming line. here. So go yeah. on. Yeah. Um, so like, and and maybe they, given Sami's history at Syria and whatnot, maybe they would have done this no matter what, because the Usos would come with Roman. Um, but all that said, it's very difficult to see the brawling brutes out of nowhere winning the tag team titles from the Usos here. Zero chance, especially when they're they're how many days away from beating the record of the new yeah. day? Yeah, Why would you do point. that? Why would you do that? So they won't do that. And you know, I think the new day still have to have that one final and this is this will be the last time i'm interested in a new day uh mm. Uso match but they're gonna go up on one last time to stop them from b- taking over their record that's a cool mm. story something yeah. so but uh so they're, they're they're already building to that so there's zero zero chance that the brawling brutes are gonna win speaking of tag team title matches that will probably go nowhere the wwe women's tag team champions alexa bliss and oscar are gonna defend against dakota kai Neo Sky, and they just won the belts on Monday. And this match is on Saturday. It's about five days. Um, but they've already kind of hot potatoed these belts. I mentioned Raquel and Aaliyah, who I don't know why they won those belts, but they won those belts. Then they gave it to Damage Guitarl. Then they gave it to Alexa and Asuka. You, you can't, Dan, especially given what you just said about the Usos, you can't hot potato these belts back to damage control i don't think right why i mean why they shouldn't Mm -hmm. if if all of this was to have a something for the third hour of rock as a Mm -hmm. a title change but i'm assuming that the reason for this is to assuming when when and if Sasha and Naomi come back together, and this is assuming mm. they come back together, which is a big assumption, a higher caliber of a team that they'll face for those mm. belts. That's my assumption, but I might be wrong. But uh, I, you know, I could see one of the two of them coming back on their own, Sasha or Naomi, and, that, yeah. and then they won't go. But they won't even think about those belts. Yeah, it, w- it would be ironic if after all this, the solution is. Oh, well, just put them on different shows and give them legit single shots and let them be single stars. But I I would get it, right? As compared to what originally was planned. And if you don't know, Google that. It's pretty ridiculous. Speaking of which, we're going to see Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross yet again. Right. But this time, it's a steel cage. So I ask you, Dan, Scarlet doesn't have good aim with the fireball, <laughs> but I think it could go through a steel cage, right? Yeah, those cages are they're, they're, they're the old school ones from the 80s. Those big blue cages, uh, they, yeah, I think so. And this is what this is. Um, I feel different from Brock and Lashley because mm. where in this case both these guys need to win, uh, yeah. pro- probably cross a little bit more. Mm. But he's but McIntyre shouldn't be losing at either at this point. So I'm not sure what's going to happen here. What do you think is going to happen? It's a weird one because Cross is clearly Triple H's project, uh, and McIntyre. Unfortunately, you know, that show in Wales, that was kind of it. That was his moment. He's He's a McMahon project from back in the day. He is a McMahon project, but realistically, he's already won the WrestleMania main event and been WWE title in a time when the titles weren't unified and you could do that and have him on the opposite show to Roman. So now I just feel like he's going to be not quite jobber to the stars, but I don't think, you know... There's a lot you can do with him and you got to do something with cross. Like this was a guy triple H initially positioned beside Roman Reigns. And you know, I'm sitting here, Dan, and you, as you mentioned, 
the bloodline is pretty baby face. You could do some sort of carrying cross Roman Reigns thing, maybe at the Rumble when you have to burn off a match and take somebody who's not a big Rumble competitor. Um, maybe that's the way to go because, you know, and I'm forgetting, is there a pay-per-view before the Rumble this year? No, Survivor Series. So maybe you do it at Survivor Series. But if he's not in war games, and as you see the problem here, it's that there's not a lineup of people right now no. <clears throat> to face Roman. Once you get to the Rumble and maybe you have Cody back, maybe you have Big E back, maybe The Rock's available for WrestleMania, and you could pull the trigger on Sami Zayn. I don't think they're going to go that far. But you have options. You don't have none of those options till January. And outside of maybe Strowman, I don't know what other, you know, even Wyatt, which we'll get to later, it seems like it's too soon for anyone else to really gravitate towards that top spot. It is too soon. doesn't mean they won't do it, but yeah. it is too soon. But again, it, like, like we talked about a few minutes ago, if as long as Sammy's in the group, they're going to be babyface. Yeah. So you could go up against Cross next. That'd be fine because yeah. treat them like that because they're they're definitely baby. And until and I, I'm assuming that Usos will break that record. We're going to yeah. go into the new year. And once they decide to get rid of Sammy, that's when Kevin Owens and Sammy will challenge for the tag belts. I don't yeah. think Sammy's going to go after Roman. Uh, there's too many other people yeah. to go after Roman. Uh, we'll get to Bray. We'll get to Cody. We'll yeah. get to um, oh, whomever. Big E could sorry. come back. Like I, you never. Yes. Know. They yes. could get the Rock. Like there, there are. I think they will have, too. I think yeah, they are. Gonna I, get I him. think you might have a. You might have him defend night one and night two of WrestleMania. Correct. The way things stand right now, which yep. would be awesome. Uh, Braun Strowman is going to take on Omos. Um, they're very big. They're very tall. That is all my la- analysis, Dan. Is this the end of Omos? Is he gonna? Are yeah. they gonna bury him in the desert? Like, is what do you do after this? Uh, Strowman's gonna to win NXT. Okay. Maybe he joins that faction with uh, Sangha and Veer, the okay. lost big man. You know, they can call it that. I don't know. Okay. Wow, it's better than what's uh, I imagine for him, which is nothing. Yeah, it's it's this has worked in that it's been a lot of teases and a lot of you know just just good visuals. As a match, I have no idea. Like, Strowman's going to have to fight MVP at some point to get a full match out of this, and it's going to be very short. But he's going to have to, you know, choo-choo express MVP to just get out a good good couple of bumps and make this five minutes, if it's even five minutes. Shouldn't be longer. That should be it. And and five minutes is probably pushing it. Something that can go five minutes is the OC taking on the Judgment Day. It's a six-man tag. But the big question, Dan, is what the OC will do about Rhea Ripley. Um, on Raw Talk, they asked Kathy Kelly to help. That That's not going to happen. Um, but uh, there's been some speculation that Beth Phoenix may come back to avenge Edge. Um, beyond that, I really have no ideas. What do you see happening here? Have they not done this yet, Beth and Rhea? Not in... Aside from a couple of Royal Rumbles, I think they have not done an actual match. Okay, because I, I, when when they when they've been talking about this, like I, I just didn't think I could I, either. I didn't feel like thinking about who this could be because it's not interesting me that much. But uh, but I don't I don't know who, if it's not Beth, which is probably the most logical choice. I have no clue who this is going to be. Do you? 
uh, I thought maybe Asuka, you could do a pseudo bullet club thing if you didn't have the titles, but she has the titles now. She, and she's busy. Yeah. 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 So is Dana Brooke going to get involved and risk the 24 seven championship? Like you don't have uh Candice LeRae come back to help these guys when she inevitably is going to have to help her husband against the Miz and Maurice. Uh, Maurice is not going to happen. So I really, if, if you're of... setting this up, I think it should be somebody not from the roster or at least someone who's going to come back to the roster, not somebody mm. who's just sitting on the sidelines. It's not going to be Charlotte Flair. No, why would she? I yeah, mean, she, it like, could be for the pop, but it I mean, would just be so random. I, I just, I don't think they've got, I mean, uh, they, those, those two have a history, but why would she side with the, um, the bullet club? I don't know. Yeah. The you OC, could bring Saray up. You could bring Saray up from NXT and pretend she was in the bullet club, but like you're so yeah. low on options here. Um, it really is questionable. Speaking of questions, uh, Bray Wyatt's been questioning himself a lot. And I'm just going to quote directly from WWE.com. Bray Wyatt brings mystical energy to WWE crown jewel. I'm not exactly sure what that means. Uh, his theme song is very damn good. Um, I've been very invested in everything they've done with this character. And he did debut at the last pay-per-view, so this makes some sense. Um, this should be very interesting and could represent the most significant character development we see from anyone on this show. Absolutely. Now, this is uh, from a card that I'm more interested than i than i thought i would be mm. uh, a few weeks back this is still even though all all that is promised is in the appearance i'm assuming it's just a promo yeah probably a something else with uncle They'll howdy probably play the music the over it you know because they're obsessed with that song which i am too to be fair. me too so yeah he's going to come out to the whole he's going to do the whole entrance mm -hmm. he is going to come he is going to address the live crowd i believe yep. and then um you might you'll get another uncle howdy thing i don't think i don't believe they're going to advance it too much in saudi arabia it's a placeholder who is uncle howdy dan what's your guess it's not bo dallas as people think it is i think that's yeah what, i don't think so uh i don't know i i well t i i'm leaning towards nobody it's it's him it's i thought it was jeff jarrett and then somebody Posted a photo of Jeff his uncle. Jarrett. Why would it I don't be know Jeff why. Jarrett? I just yeah. like Tad and the blondness. Um, <laughs> but then somebody posted a, a photo of Bray's uncle, who I think is also a wrestler, Barry Windham or whatever. I don't yeah. know. I his first name. And like that makes a lot of sense to me because it's his uncle. Yeah. And yeah. he looks like this guy. So maybe. I don't know. Um, it's a weird, weird show. Uh, and I know we didn't do Halloween Havoc or whatever. I was a little sick, so I, I just – and also it was NXT. Um, mm -hmm. But we will see. The show may not even happen, but those are our thoughts on it. Dan, thank you as always for joining me. My pleasure, my friend. Now watch the show not happen, and we spent half an hour talking about it. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. 